0: Is he going to stay or is he going to go? There is a fracture in the party. O'Toole's leadership is over. Just a few of the headlines as there are reports that conservative leader Aaron O'Toole is once again facing controversy and a challenge to his leadership from within. Joining us now for more on this is John Capabianco, senior vice president with Fleischman Hillard High Road, who joins us now. Hey, John, good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? Good- uh, listen, O'Toole facing a challenge to his leadership once again. What are you hearing? What do you know? Is O'Toole, is he indeed out, do you think, as conservative leader?
1: Well, I think it's still literally to tell. Obviously, there's a, a faction within the party, which hasn't been a surprise. I think the media have been reporting on it, you know, since uh, since the post-election. I think there was some folks that were uh, within caucus and within the party, obviously, that were not happy with the results, and, and nobody ever is when, when you lose an election. But, you know, there is a process that the party has, uh, has adhered to, which is a leadership review after every defeat in an election, and we have one for, scheduled for 2023, but as you know, the reform act that was something that the uh, the party adopted that was led by Michael Chong back in the day allows for the caucus to actually have a vote on the leadership of of the leader before the before the party does. And I think what we're seeing now is that reform act being enacted, where you know a certain percentage of the caucus can write a letter as they have to the to the caucus chair to say that they want to. Uh, A vote and a review of the leadership of of Aaron O'Toole, which I think is likely going to happen tomorrow. And they need 50 percent plus one either side, either the ones that want to get rid of them and the ones that want to keep them. Uh, And I think we'll we'll tell. I suspect what, what I'm hearing, I suspect he'll win the vote. But the question becomes, you know, what big a margin is that?
0: All right. And why now, I guess, is the question, uh, John, because obviously the election back in uh, September, I thought the conservatives had already kind of gone through this uh, process, decided to continue on uh, with O'Toole. Why is this resurfacing?
1: Well, and that's a good question, quite frankly, Jeff, and one that I ask my, my, my my fellow party colleagues as well, which is to say, look, you know, Aaron didn't do a bad job. He actually did a good job in the election campaign, especially because he actually became a leader of the Conservatives during the pandemic and, and was, was not even known to Canadians until the election campaign. And then what we saw was a week, two weeks into the election campaign, he was actually leading. Uh, and then a couple of missteps happened. And of course, the, uh, you know, the liberals came back with a minority government, but he was able to hold them to a minority government. So I thought that that would have bought some goodwill with folks. And, and, you know, look, if we get into the situation as a party or any party, quite frankly, where, you know, the leader you know loses one election and then there's another leadership vote, it, it, it doesn't help the party. Uh, it causes division. And, and quite quite frankly, I think what happens is Canadians are just getting to know Arnold Tool now, and, and his polling numbers are starting to increase in some ways. Uh, you know, you stick with the person and you build around him or her, and I think that, that the challenge now is that we're we're getting into a fraction, and, and of course all of this is getting aired publicly, uh, and that's not helping us uh, at all or helping the Conservatives at all.
0: Well, you know, John, that leads me to my next question, with so many questions about his leadership really uh, for months now. Uh, Are these leadership reviews, maybe another leadership uh, vote? I mean, can the conservatives, can they truly at this point, do you think, move ahead with Aaron O'Toole? Because after all, if the message has been that the party isn't exactly convinced of his leadership and his ability, how can voters be expected to be?
1: Well, the question is, of course, the party hasn't yet voted on Aaron Tour's leadership. And that's that's one thing. I think there's a couple of writings we saw. We saw one in Alberta recently that wanted a, a petition to to, uh, to force a leadership vote. And we're seeing caucus now. So I think the first step, quite frankly, Jeff, is let's see what caucus comes back with tomorrow. It could very well be a 70-30 split where 70 percent of the caucus think that he should stay on. Uh, and at that point, you know, we've seen and we've heard from Arnold Tour that he's staying on and he's going to fight. And and I think that the next step would be the party, and the party has that vote on the 20, uh, 2023, which is the next convention. So I'm not convinced that the party is anti Aaron O'Toole, quite frankly. I think we're seeing some fissure and split in the caucus, but that could very well be just a small minority of them.
0: Yeah, okay, and they may indeed uh, soldier on with uh, Aaron O'Toole, but uh, point still being, uh, John, don't you think with all of these questions, and as you mentioned before, all of this being done very publicly, not within the party, but very publicly, I mean, is it just making uh, the job that much tougher for Aaron O'Toole and for the conservatives with Aaron O'Toole uh, as leader? Because, you know, there's been headlines for months now that the party is not convinced uh, when it comes to Aaron O'Toole and his uh, leadership. And does it make it make it that much tougher to make the case for Aaron O'Toole when the next election comes around?
1: Yeah, and that that becomes the biggest, that becomes the biggest, I think, roadblock here, which is, you know, whatever the vote is tomorrow, and if the vote is in favor of him, of keeping him, the problem is, is that everybody's now talking about his leadership, and they're not talking about the policies, and he's not able to have the the credibility, quite frankly, to go and actually oppose and and do what opposition leaders do. That's yet to be determined. I think Ariel Toole has the wherewithal and the ability to be able to do that. But I think that these kinds of debates and these kinds of public visions does, does, does hurt him and it's hurt our party because we're talking about the leadership and the internal machinations of the party and we're not talking about what the liberals are doing right or wrong or what they should be doing better or not better and that's what opposition parties and opposition leaders um ought to be doing to get their profile and their um uh, canadians comfortable with them and i think that's the problem we're talking about our internal processes and that's never a good thing when it comes to the public
0: joined by John Capobianco talking about the latest challenge to the leadership of Aaron O'Toole within the Conservative Party. And, John, there's also been a lot of talk as to whether or not the divisions over O'Toole's leadership within the party, are they emblematic, do you think, of some deeper issues within the Conservative Party?
1: Well, you know, I was involved with the uh, with the Unite the Right movement back in the day when when uh, the conservative, the progressive conservatives, legacy parties of the Reform, the progressive conservatives were were merging and and into what we now know as the Conservative Party of Canada, and and we elected Stephen Harper as our leader back then, who I think did a really really phenomenal job and was quite successful, obviously as he was Prime Minister, and, and sort of bridging the divide. Right, there's always a divide within parties. Every party has their their splits, um, but. But he was able to do that and bring the various factions together. I think we've seen that in other leaders, and I think ARL2 has been trying to do that. So those will always come up, and it's how you deal with them internally that that really is – a measure of how the leadership goes, and I think that what we're seeing is some factions in the party uh, not upset or, or upset at what, what how Aaron O'Toole has been handling certain issues, and, and that's why they're, um, you know, I think those are best settled behind closed doors as opposed to publicly. But once they become public, and it's hard to put the, the genie back in the bottle, so to speak. But I'm hoping that this vote, all of us are hoping that this vote, one way or the other, settles the uh, the issue. And, and Aaron O'Toole has said as much, he said, Look. It's time for reckoning. It's time to settle this in caucus. And then let's once and for all determine what the issue is and move on. And if that's the case, the party will see and Aaron O'Toole will see if he can move on from it.
0: All right. The vote happening tomorrow, you say. Uh, what happens if O'Toole is defeated, if he is removed as a uh, leader by the party? Where do the conservatives, uh, where do they go in the short and long term?
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not sure they've actually determined whether or not it's tomorrow. But I think this caucus usually meets on a Wednesday, Jeff. So there could very well be the vote tomorrow. But I'm not sure they've settled on that. But if okay. he is defeated, then then I think he would step down. There's no question that he would lose the confidence of caucus. And if he lose the confidence of caucus, it's very hard to move forward. So I would suspect that if the vote is a certain way that Aaron feels that he can't move forward, I'm sure he'll step down for the sake of the party. But um, that yet yet to be determined. But that's what the, that's what the rules say. <laughs>
0: Okay, so if that does indeed happen, uh, what do the rules say in terms of uh, leadership? Would an interim uh, leader then be nominated?
1: Yep, yeah, an interim leader would be picked, and then of course, then it's up to the national council to determine if they want to move up to convention or leadership convention or not. Because I think at that point it would turn into a leadership convention. Um, but you know, he could he could you know very much he could very much fight it uh, in, into uh, into uh, the leadership review vote. But I suspect he would step down. Um, and, and sort of allow for an interim leader who would then take over and then obviously the, the process of the party determining what the next moves are would, would take over.
0: All right, interesting times to say the least and we will continue to watch this as it progresses with interest. John, always appreciate your time and your perspective. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon.
1: Thanks so much, Jeff.
0: All right, be well. There's John Kapabianco, Senior Vice President with Fleishman Hillard, High road on the latest challenge to aaron o'toole's leadership we're going to step aside and get a break when we come back in uh, hour number two uh, we're going to talk to a uh, david mcdonald senior economist with the canadian center for policy alternatives Statscan releasing their first glimpse of just how the economy fared in 2021 some pretty important news there as ontario starts to reopen once again uh, this week stay with us you're listening to the jeff MacArthur show